When you're almost famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour two of Almost Famous begins now. Hello, welcome to the second hour of Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD at 9.01. We are brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass, Route 53 in Pembroke, online at tinyandsons.com and Weymouth Bank. With two locations in Weymouth, one in Kingston, trusted by families and businesses for 125 years. My name is John and this is where you get to hear some live local music and we are being joined in studio tonight by Ava Sapelsa. Welcome to the show tonight. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. I am too. Now, for those who might not know, who is Ava Sapelsa? <laughs> I am a singer-songwriter, kind of like a folk country pop singer-songwriter. I'm from Chicago, a suburb called Evanston, Illinois, and I'm currently a freshman at Berklee College of Music in Boston. Fantastic. Well, thank you for coming down to Marshfield tonight. We really, uh, really appreciate this. We're excited to hear your music tonight. I'm really excited to be here. It's such a great opportunity and a great show. My pleasure. So uh, let's not waste any time. Let's go right into your first song. What do you have prepared for us tonight? Um, This first one is an original of mine called This Time and was actually the first song of mine to be played. John played my song this time, the recording of it, um, a few months ago, I think, which is how uh, we got to know each other. So, yeah, this is the acoustic version of This Time. All right. Eva Sapelsa on WATD. Take it away. Marking X's on calendars so far, it's been 24 days. The summer breeze has shifted to a wind that bites my skin. I didn't know until I felt that our ice was getting thin. And the wind started blowing and the storm started growing. When the going Oh 
Sapelsa here on 95.9 WATD on the tiny stage tonight here on Almost Famous. Beautiful job on that. That was really nice. Thank you so much. Could you share the story behind that? Um, yeah, that song I wrote um, about three years ago, actually. Um, it was kind of the first song that I wrote that I really, really liked, and it kind of became like my my baby. I ended up playing, people asked me to play that song, you know, if they asked me to play somewhere, and you know, I submitted it to a few competitions, and it did pretty well. And it just kind of, I worked on it the longest. I, like, wrote it, rewrote it a million times. And um, I wrote it, you know, based off of truth, kind of um, a failed relationship as, as a teenager. When I, I went to boarding school in northern Michigan to study arts when I was 16, um, to study in, a like, a singer-songwriter program for high school. And um, I wrote it when I moved there and broke up with my, my first real boyfriend. So what inspired you to go into music? I, I've been told that I was singing since since a baby, since I was you know since before I could talk, and um, I grew up playing piano, and I started teaching myself guitar and love musical theater and all that kind of stuff, and then songwriting kind of became like just my own personal release for emotions, kind of like a diary, except it incorporated what I loved most, which was singing. And the person that really um, influenced that was actually Taylor Swift. I was about 12 or 13 when um, her first you know, album came out, and I've always loved that style of music, the kind of country crossover style. And um, her first song, uh, Teardrops on My Guitar, that got really popular, was like the anthem of my 12-year-old life. And um, I loved it and just wanted to be just like her. So I started writing songs and since then have, you know, obviously expanded artists that inspire me and everything. But that's what really got me writing. That's great. Now, what other artists have inspired you maybe more, uh, more recently? Um, James Taylor has become a big inspiration for me. I started listening to his music later in life. Um, around like 16 or 17, I kind of started discovering his his music more on my own, outside of my parents' influence and everything. And his songwriting has been really influential, as well as some more current songwriters like Casey Musgraves, who is kind of like up and coming in the in the country country pop genre. And uh, I'm a really big fan of hers and her songwriting. Well, James Taylor, especially because he's local as well. I mean, he's yeah, he's you know kind of the uh, the god of Boston folk music, <laughs> you might say. Yes, definitely. And his brother actually works at Berkeley. So yeah, I, Livingston. Yep, I get to. Before he get teaches to see songwriting. Him yep, yeah, he's great. He plays around here too every once in a while in some of the at the local coffee houses. He pops in and, mm-hmm. and plays. He's also amazing. So you're from? You said originally from Chicago. Yes. 
How would you compare maybe the Chicago music scene to uh, what's happening here uh, in our city of Boston? I would say that they're actually very similar. Um, Chicago's obviously a little bit bigger just because the city itself is bigger in nature, but I think that they're similar in the fact that they're smaller markets rather than, you know, L.A., New York, Nashville, but they still are big enough cities that there's a big, um, it's a big hub for kind of like underground music. And um, I've noticed, especially with like the rock and the punk live music scenes, there's some big crossovers there. But in my experience as a singer-songwriter, it's it's been similar, maybe even more welcoming in Boston, just because um, it is smaller. And I've been able to find more groups like the New England to Nashville group and the um, emerging Boston area singer-songwriters that have really been welcoming to me as I just moved here this year um, to start, you know, playing out and finding resources like, like Almost Famous and stuff like that. Well, thank you. Obviously, people like Matt Casey and um, and uh, Haley are both, you mm-hmm. know, driving forces when it comes to Haley McGee are driving forces when it comes to promoting local music and not only is promoting but supporting fellow musicians and songwriters like yourself they're they're the absolute best at that exactly they've been great so let's uh, continue on now with your music what do we uh what do we have next uh this song is called james dean and it's going to be the first single off my ep that i am releasing starting in this this coming fall so um yeah this one will be coming out first probably in the beginning of october and um yeah this is james dean fantastic eva zapelsa here on 95.9 watd it's all yours I bought an old disposable camera And I'm taking pictures of you Laughing in the bathroom People keep on asking me Why so old-fashioned I don't think they understand the way you're making me feel Like dancing on a Sunday to my parents' old records in the living room We look just like a black and white movie When you take my hand and spin me You love me with a James Dean passion And I love the way you love me old-fashioned Promised my dad I'd be home before dark You drove me away in your old beater car In 1984 to a roller skate park I knew it was love when you held my hand As I tried to stand And you trip and fall I laugh until I end up in the middle of the floor With you Love me with the James Dean passion me old fashioned. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, I love, oh, I love, oh, I love the way you love me old fashioned. There's no expiration date on a timeless love, but honey, time won't wait for us. I've seen the past with you, I can't predict the future, but I know we'll be okay. Cause you got me dancing on a Sunday to my parents' old records in the living room 
We look just like a black and white movie When you take my hand it's been needing you Love me with the James Dean passion And I love the way you love me Yeah Got me dancing on a Sunday To my parents' old records in the living room We look just like a black and white movie When you take my hand it's been needing you Love me with the James Dean passion And I love the way you love me old-fashioned Eva Sapelsa here on 95.9 WATD. It's on the tiny stage. Follow us online at facebook.com slash almostfamousradio. James Dean, what's the story behind that? Um, that one actually came from... I wrote that last summer, and... I, uh, the very first line, which is, I bought an old disposable camera, is actually where I got the inspiration because I actually did buy a disposable camera and was going around and I always had to ask people to take the pictures for me because you can't do selfies on that. And I was asking people and they saw me holding an iPhone and they were always, every single person was very confused as to why I would do something so archaic when I have, you know, modern technology at my fingertips. But I thought it was fun and it was really fun developing all the photos after and, um, I wrote that song going into it just thinking what it might have been like to um, grow up and be a teenager in the time when my parents were back, you know, roller skate parks and, um, you know, before Facebook and all that. And it's great growing up in this this era, but um, I was just, you know, reflecting on what it might have been like. And that's where the song came from. Speaking of Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, <laughs> where can people find you? Um, I'm on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash music, or you can just search Ava Sapelsa. Um, Twitter is just Ava Sapelsa, Instagram, Ava music, and then I've got a website, which is www.avasapelsa.com. And you've got some upcoming shows, too, to promote. I do, yes. Uh, this Thursday, I'm playing at Club Bohemia um, at the Canteb Lounge in Cambridge, and I go on at 8 p.m., and there's um, a full set of people after me throughout the night. And then this Saturday, the 16th, I'll be playing at Barlow's Restaurant in South Boston at 8.30 p.m. Fantastic. We have Ava Sapelsa live in studio tonight here on 95.9 WATD. At what point did you realize that songwriting was for you? Like that was your calling in life to be a songwriter? I think, um, I mean, maybe when I really started to realize how much I loved it just for me, you know, even if no one heard the songs, it was really just a great escape for myself, which was, you know, 13 years old. But I think when I really started taking it seriously and realizing that not only did I like what I did, but some other people liked it as well. And I thought, you know, I could actually do this with my life. And I um, I would be only happy doing this with my life, which was probably when I was 16 or 17, when I first went to this, this art school for high school and met other people who were like me and were so interested in this. And um, that was when it really became real that people actually do this for careers, you know, instead of people saying, oh, you know, you've got to have a backup career. People were telling me, you can do this. You don't need a backup career. And, you know, you're good enough to do this. So I think, you know, mid-teenage years. That's great. And, what, and then what brought you to Berkeley and Boston? 
Um, just following that, that pattern? Yeah, just Berkeley is obviously known to be um, the best contemporary music school in the country, and I'm a huge John Mayer fan, and he went to Berkeley only for like one semester or something, but um, he talks about Berkeley a lot, and I just, I know a ton of people who've gone there, and it seemed like a really, really great creative place, and just the place that I wanted to pursue music. Fantastic. Well, the time right now is 8.19. We have to take our first break of the 9 o'clock hour, but uh, you've got more songs left in you, right? I do, yes. All right. We'll do more with Ava Sapelsa right after this here on 95.9 WATD. This is Almost Famous. We know a lot about music. Mayflower uh, combined with Philadelphia. No brainer, right? Because this is where the Mayflower landed. History, not so much. I'm not the historian. Let the people in the uh, production booth deal with that one. (laughs) Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. And we have Ava Sapelsa live in studio tonight here on the tiny stage on Almost Famous 95.9 WATD. My name is John Shea. Reminder that we are brought to you each Tuesday night, 8 till 10 p.m. by Tiny and Sons Glass, Route 53 in Pembroke, online at tinyandsons.com and Weymouth Bank, with two locations in Weymouth, one in Kingston, trusted by families and businesses for 125 years. Thanks to them for supporting local music in our community. And on the uh, tiny stage, Ava Sapelsa. Ava, how are you doing in there tonight? I'm doing great, thank you. You're sounding awesome tonight. Thank you so much. Just a heads up, too, in a few minutes, we'll have Christine James, our news director, checking in with some election results in our community, some local towns having some elections tonight, and uh, she'll have all those results in a matter of moments. But um, let's go into another song, Ava. What do you have next? Um, this song is called Finish Line, and it's probably the most important song to me that I've ever written. And um, a few years ago, uh, my father, who I love very much and is like my biggest inspiration in life, he checked himself into rehab for alcoholism. And I wrote this song reflecting on it and also um, kind of to try and bring light to a side of mental illness that isn't talked about, which is addiction. And um, so this song is from my perspective and on, on growing up and living, you know, with, with that kind of being a part of my life. And... Um, I just, I've wanted to be able to use this song to hopefully reach other people who are either struggling with it or loving someone who has an addiction. Let's hear it. Eva Sapelsa here on 95.9 WATD. The microphone is yours. He is the hero in my life He goes downstairs and counts to ten He's trying hard not to cave in But the top shelf is haunting him And nobody knows the trouble he's in Like hell on earth he wants to quit But he needs the fire he takes a sip and lets it burn him down that sweet relief it tastes so bad cause his sleeping children take over his head he never lets me know what daddy drinks before bed 
And the pain, it eats him alive Cause he fears that he's disappointing his family, his wife Trapped inside this anonymous life He lets it burn him down With one day at a time He fights for sobriety Living in a war that he's battling silently He can almost see the other side Twelve steps away from the winning mile And he'll make it just in time We'll be waiting at the finish line He got clean That sweet surrender set him free He lives his life in the glow of serenity And he shows me that strength comes from facing your demons And wisdom comes from admitting your weakness He doesn't know but he teaches me greatness With every day he's free That is amazing. Nice job on that. Thank you so much. Ava Zapelsi here on 95.9 WATD. How long did it take to write that song? Um, I This was a really hard one to write. I worked on it for probably a month, I think, just because, you know, I'm telling someone else's story as well as mine, and um, obviously it's a very emotional topic, and I wanted to capture it just right for both myself and my father and other people who are going through this. So, yeah, kind of the longest I've ever worked on a song. That's incredible. Now, you you said you want to take that song eventually and, and use it to help other people going through similar situations. How do you envision that happening? Um, well, so far I've started playing it at a few different um, like showcases that are specifically geared toward mental health awareness at Berkeley, and I'm playing at a, a function to help in Chicago for that is uh, for lawyers that struggle with addiction, actually. Um, and then I'm also releasing this on my EP as well, and I'm hoping to use the song and film a music video for it and um, try and spread awareness actually for the organization that um, my dad went to treatment through, which is Hazelden, um, the Hazelden Foundation, because they're doing amazing things. Eric Clapton actually went to that program for his treatment, and I'd like to um, spread awareness and donate some of the money from my EP to that foundation. 
That's amazing. You know, if we can do anything to help here, let us know at WATD because we'd be glad to get behind that and, and push that out to, to organizations ourselves. Thank you so much. That would be awesome. So we have Ava Sapelsa in studio tonight here on WATD. Let's run down those uh, list of shows one more time, if you will. Yes. Um, this Thursday, the 14th, I'll be at the Cantab Lounge in Club Bohemia um, at 8 p.m., and I'll be playing from 8 to 9. And then this Saturday, the 16th, I'll be at Barlow's Restaurant in South Boston at 8.30 p.m. for three hours, just playing some music. They've got great food, uh, great bar. So, yep. Excellent. And you mentioned earlier, you know, some of your uh, your mainstream uh, influences like Taylor Swift. How about on a, on a more local level? Who are you listening to locally in the uh, those the Boston music scene? Locally, I think a lot of um, influence that I get... Are from Berkeley just because I've, I'm kind of in the they call it the Berkeley bubble right now. I there's so much stuff going on just at Berkeley that it's hard to take it all in and before you can you know move on outside of that. But I at Berkeley there's a few bands that I have really really loved the music of. One of them is called the Walk Off and they're a really great group. Another one um, actually the kid lives down the hall from me and they were here a few weeks ago, Sleeping Lion, and they're not necessarily the same genre as me at all, but great they're electronic um kind of vocal electronic stuff and they are great songwriters great musicians and they i'm like big fans of them um as well as friends of theirs but yeah yeah they're really cool they're kind of um electronic based folk music which is kind of a yeah a weird combination but they make it work somehow it's really yeah it's it's really innovative and really cool we have ava sapelsa in studio tonight so if you uh, looking down the road if you could picture your career and your life maybe five years from now, where do you see yourself? Uh, five years from now, I ideally see myself in Nashville, I think, just because it's always been a dream of mine to live down there. And I would love to, like, the ideal goal would be to have a publishing deal and get to start writing for other people just because I love songwriting. Um, I love performing, too, but songwriting is kind of my main passion, and I'd love to get my foot in the door down in Nashville as a writer. And um, just honestly making a living off of my music i i want music to be a day job and a night job which is which is my ultimate goal fantastic and is guitar your primary instrument yeah it is i play piano as well but i'm i prefer the guitar and i'm more comfortable with it excellent let's just keep on going let's hear some more music what do you have next okay uh this one is called he told me and it's probably the uh countryest song i've ever written i guess you could say all right let's hear it like me when he's kissing you did you see this coming many months before when i let you into my life i never should have opened that door so don't go thinking that you're special or nothing i know you think you've got him but i never really lost him don't go falling in love with my man because he's still lying in the palm of my hand when he
Pelsa on the tiny stage here on 95.9 WATD. What's the story behind that? Um, well, that song I wrote this year, uh, a few months ago, and um, back at this high school that I went to for songwriting, I had a private songwriting instructor, and he, I, he saw me for two years, all the songs that I've written, and um, at the end of the year, at the end of my senior year, he said, Ava, you have to write a mean song. Everything you write is so nice. And I was like, <laughs> but that's just what I want to write about. You know, I, I don't feel like I'm a mean person. And what I write is kind of what reflects me. And he was like, no, you got to get some sass in there. And get mad. Exactly. <laughs> and um, I'm a big Miranda Lambert fan, and I think she writes the angry country songs best i mean she doesn't write all of them she co-writes some of them but whoever writes them for her she sings them great and they are awesome and that like i was kind of inspired by one of her songs which is called crazy ex-girlfriend to write this because i decided that he was right and i needed a sassy angry song fantastic so the new ep is in the works right now uh, is there a release day planned um, not an official one yet, but I'm thinking that the release will be starting in October and going up through uh, December. Excellent. And uh, any little tours planned to promote it? Um, I Not yet. Uh, we'll have to see. I will definitely be in Boston when it's released just because um, I have to go to school. <laughs> and uh, That helps, yes. Yeah, exactly. So I'll be in my, my sophomore year at Berkeley at that point. But um, probably just continuing to play out a bunch around Massachusetts like I already am. And I love, you know, in the uh, short time since I've, I've known you, I've seen tons of posts. I mean, you seem to play out a couple times a week at least. 
uh, promoting your music and playing, you know, any, any favorite venues so far since you've been in the city that you uh, you want to return to or that you uh, you have returned to? Um, I've really loved, for different reasons, one, uh, the... The Thunder Road Music Club in Somerville is an awesome setup. Like, up on that stage, I felt like, you know, I, I had made it. Like, it was awesome up there. The lights, the sound was great. But um, a place that I, I didn't expect would be so um, awesome was a bar in Weymouth called the Cliffhanger Bar and Grill that I've played at twice now. And it's just a, it's just a bar, and I'm kind of in the corner there playing background music for a few hours. But the people there are the most responsive I have met at any gig I've played. Everyone is so nice, singing along so supportive of me so that's been a really really great one that i've played at is there a dream venue you'd love with you oh, know man. the exception of the grand old opry maybe is there a dream venue that you you love to play at before you die yeah actually this, there is a very <laughs> specific one um there's one in chicago called uh the ravinia festival and all summer they they've got a huge like bowl amphitheater sort of thing and then also they have speakers across a huge lawn and um they have pretty big acts come in, like James Taylor. The American Idol tour goes through there. One Republic, and um, they—it's a huge audience because you've got a big seating area as well as this lawn where people bring picnics and listen. And I actually, um, when I was 16, I worked in the gift shop there as a summer job, and I, because I loved being around music and. Um, I would just love to go back there and be able to say I worked in in the gift shop, you know, minimum wage as a kid, and then to get to be on that huge stage would be amazing. That's cool. Well, that could happen. You never know. You Probably never know. Happen. We'll see. How about some uh, some fun on stage moments? Any you know maybe embarrassing on stage moments or any anything that you know comes to mind that that you'll always remember? Well, um, fun. I have embarrassing. That one comes to mind right away. <laughs> I mean, I've forgotten the words to my own songs many times. I one time forgot the words. Well, I didn't forget. I just, you know, messed up. I've played these songs over and over again, but I messed up the words to Fire and Rain by James Taylor, which is, you know, arguably one of the most well-known songs of all time. Um, so that was kind of embarrassing. Fun moments. Um, I guess, like, the most memorable moment was... Uh, last year, I got to open up for um, a pretty big country artist, uh, Hunter Hayes, who does, you know, pop country music, and I've been listening to his music forever. And I went to a summer camp for music through the Grammy Foundation and the Recording Academy, and they invited me back with a few other kids to open for him at a show in L.A. during Grammy Week, and he was nominated for a Grammy. And I uh, that was probably like the coolest performance I've ever gotten to do because it was at a big theater in, in L.A. and I didn't actually get to meet him but I walked past him and kind of awkwardly freaked out when, he, when I saw him and he noticed. That was, I guess, embarrassing but too cool to be embarrassing. So that was, that was pretty neat. And he probably remembers you now too. <laughs> maybe, hopefully. <laughs> so if you could go back maybe, I don't know, five years and tell high school Ava something that you know now what would it be? Um, hmm. I think I would say uh, not to worry about the college process as much. There's so much pressure put on put on teenagers these days about you know where you go to college, where you get into college. And my parents were always telling me, you know, it's not the school you go to; it's what you do when you're at the school and what you do after. And I kind of was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I want to go to like you know the best school for what I can do. And um, uh, my senior year, I actually didn't get into my my dream school, and which was uh, University of Southern California, and um, 
I, I thought it was the end of the world. I was like, you know, how am I going to make it in music now? I didn't get in. And I, Berkeley was definitely one of my top choices as well. But since I've been there, I've realized that it's really not the school that I went to. It's like what I've been doing at the school. You know, I, you can go to any school and get any degree. But if you're not working hard, it doesn't matter. And I'm happier than I, I ever imagined I would be. And I wish I could tell myself that, you know, even two years ago, last year, that everything will work out and that um, it's really about the work you put in. That's some great advice for anybody, really. <laughs> That's amazing. We have Ava Sipelsa in studio tonight. Uh, let's do another song. What do you um, have next? This one is called Out of Love, and going off the college thing is actually what I played in my audition at Berkeley. So um, kind of cool looking back on it now at this point compared to when I wrote it and used it in my audition. both your hands and he's got the sunrise in the back pocket of his pants and he's got my words on the tip of his tongue and he's got my heart wrapped around his thumb but I don't know why Hopelessly devoted to this hopeless love of his I don't know why I'm constantly pursuing A love that can't exist Yeah, I don't know why I'm out of love like this He's got life Dripping from the corner of his smile And he's got everybody watching Yeah, he's driving the whole world wild But he'll never know Just how many times I've tried To get the beauty of that laughter Out of my mind But I don't know why I'm hopelessly devoted to this hopeless love and fist I don't know why I'm constantly pursuing A love that can't exist Yeah, I don't know why I don't know why I'm out of love like this never returned and the love we try the hardest for is the love that can never be earned so why do I still try why am I still standing by I don't know. 
Amazing. Ava Sapelsi here on WATD. <laughs> Thank you. Nice job on that. It was a kind of a jazzy influence I hear a little bit in that. Yeah, yep. That my my dad um always listened to Frank Sinatra and he loves jazz growing up, so I definitely have an appreciation for that as well and like to incorporate it in my music. Excellent. We have Ava Sapelsa in studio tonight. We have to take our final break of the nine o'clock hour. We have Peter Black. And the wide world of blues coming your way in about 10 minutes. Turntable Tuesday is what he's got in store for you tonight. The best blues on vinyl till 2 a.m. here on 95.9 WATD and 95.9 WATD.com. But I think we have time for one more song after the break. That sound good, Ava? Yeah, sounds great. All right. We'll be back with more after this here on 95.9 WATD. You've never heard a radio show quite like this one. It's a dessert topping. It's a floor wax. It's all things to all people. Mmm, tastes terrific. And just look at that shine. You're listening to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. And we're in studio tonight for a few more minutes with Ava Sapelza. Ava, how are you tonight? I'm doing really great. You're sounding amazing. Thank, thank you, you again for coming down to Marshfield. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's My been pleasure. A blast. You have to come back soon because you, you sound great. <laughs> that would be great. So uh, let's recap. You've got a couple of shows coming up. I do, yep. I've got one this Thursday, the 14th, at Club Bohemia at the Cantab Lounge in Cambridge. And then one this Saturday, the 16th, at Barlow's Restaurant in South Boston at 8.30 p.m. And where can people find you online? You can find me on Facebook, which is um, Ava Sapelsa or Facebook.com slash Ava Sapelsa Music. Instagram, which is Ava Sapelsa Music. Twitter, uh, Ava Sapelsa. And my website, www.avasapelsa.com. And the new EP in the works right now, due out for a date sometime in the summer? Uh, beginning of fall, probably. Beginning of fall. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And uh, that'll be available up on your website as well? Yeah, my website and uh, iTunes is, and Spotify as well. Fantastic. Well, again, thank you so much for being here. Again, we have Peter Black and the Wide World of Blues coming in for Turntable Tuesday, taking us up till uh, 2 a.m. tonight, starting at 10. What's the song you're closing off the night with? And tell us the story behind that as well. This one is called Sugar, and it's supposed to be just lighthearted and and funny. Um, And I wrote it about, true story, about a boy who I met who um, I thought I liked at first and then realized that he was maybe a little bit uh, full of himself and decided that he deserved a song written about him. Um, So this one is called Sugar. All right, Ava, get home safely. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. I bet you think you're real smart Using your big words, yeah, you know you've got charm I heard you think you've got me in the bag I think you need to be knocked down a peg Clap your hands if you're classy and you know it Clap your hands if you really want to show it 
Did you just give yourself a round of applause? A pat on your back, cause you know you've got it all. And I know you think that I'm head over heels. But I'll be the first to tell you how I feel. I think you're cute, but I think you think you're cuter. I tell you, but I don't think I need to reassure you you're sweet, but don't go thinking that you're sugar. Don't go thinking that you're sugar You're the king of well-rounded And you've heard it all your life So sweet, so smart, so cute, so grounded The ground you're grounded on is 50 feet high And I know you think that I'm head over but I'll be the first to tell you how I feel I think you're cute, but I think you think you're cuter I tell you, but I don't think I need to reassure you You're sweet, but don't go thinking that you're sugar I'll tell the truth, I really thought I could like you You've got a confidence and charm that I'm into But there's no room for me You were taken long ago by you yourself and your ego And that's why I think you're cute But I think you think you're cuter I tell you but I don't think I need to reassure you You're sweet but don't go thinking that you're sugar Oh don't go Sugar, don't go thinking that you're sugar.